As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, guys? It's Lisa. We're all well into our coronavirus quarantine, and needless to say, it's been a trying time for all of us. We've had to change our daily routines, many of us haven't even left the house, gyms are closed, and overnight, most of our relationships went virtual. So how can we come out of this quarantine stronger, healthier, and even more connected? Well, I've taken this opportunity to talk to some of my favourite people on my Instagram Live to get their advice on these very issues, and have found the conversation so freaking helpful that I wanted to share them here as well. So over the next couple of months, we'll be posting bonus episodes every Friday to help us get through this quarantine stronger together. What's up, guys? Today, I have an amazing interview with my girl, Najwa Zabayan. Najwa was on Women of Impact over a year ago, and it's one of our top episodes to date. If you don't know Najwa, she's an incredible poet and author of three books, including her most recent, Sparks of Phoenix. In this interview, we talk about how we use the pain and come out stronger on the other side. Here's Najwa. One of the many reasons why I want her on the show um, is because she's so freaking in tune with her emotions and she's super freaking articulate, not embarrassed to say the hard things, not embarrassed to say when she's struggling um, and actually thought that she'd be a really great person to speak to today um, as I worry about a lot of people out there right now who are struggling and who, who are worried about it. I don't want anyone to feel guilty or bad about their emotions. So I think it's really important to get other people who this is their thing um and i mean she you know wrote a poetry book about her emotions and her feelings so i figure she's pretty damn the right person to be able to speak articulately about how she's feeling and vocalize it so i am answering questions we will be answering questions live once she joins us so drop in the comments below if you have any live questions um and still waiting for my girl to ask for an invite so until we do i'm gonna actually introduce you to nadra in case you don't know she was on women of impact you've got to go check out her episode but nadra is a lebanese canadian activist she has three best she's three best-selling books she's an author speaker and educator um by turning her pain into poetry Poetry is so freaking beautiful, guys. You've got to check it out. Um, Nadra is a healing soul through her words and inspiration to millions of people worldwide. Nadra uh, has become a trailblazing voice for women everywhere and was name dropped by the Times, the New uh, sorry, the Times, the New York Times, the Huffington Post, and CBS News, just to name a few. Guys, today she is going to be joining us. For, let me just make sure I'm not skipping her by accident. No. Oh, yep. She she's asked to join. Sorry, Najwa. Bear with me, girl. I'm not very tech savvy right now. Waiting. We're waiting for Najwa. Guys, if you have any comments, any questions, and we're waiting for her. What's up, Najwa? 
Joshua. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me, honey? How are you doing? Amazing. I hope um, everyone can hear us. Let us know if we can hear. Girl, so first of all, just selfishly, thank you so much for coming on. I miss you, girl. It's been a very, very long time since I've seen you in person. Um, For sure. I was just reading your accolades for people who may not know you, but guys, if you don't know her, you're crazy. Um, We are, I am Lisa Billu, if you're joining from Najwa's audience. Um, Najwa was on uh, Women of Impact that we released. And um, girl, you're just so freaking inspiring. And you are so beautiful with words. And that was um, why I really wanted to talk to you today. I'm having a bunch of different guests I want to interview and just talk to um, some about fitness. And But I really wanted to dig deep on the emotional side of things um, mm-hmm. and just figure out how we can um, get through it, through our emotions. How um, I assume you've been writing a lot, but that's just an assumption. Yes. Um, and I want to basically pick your brain along with your audience. Guys, if you're just joining, drop in some questions. We're going to be asking Nadra right now. Um, and I'd love to just, yeah, like ask you some questions on how you're coping right now with this situation. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to start with my first question, but then we'll be taking uh, questions from the audience. So how are you feeling, girl? How are you doing? Um, yeah, talk to me. Honestly, this time has been a blessing for so many reasons. Um, I just feel that it's allowed me to take time intentionally to look at all the past wounds that I thought I resolved that um, were bubbling to the surface. Because I think what happens is when we get really busy with the outer world and, you know, help people and go out and interact and meet with people, it's easy to fool yourself into believing that, you know, you're there because you know everything that you know. But when you're all alone and um, you're alone with your thoughts, that's when everything has the opportunity to come back to you and say, you haven't dealt with me yet. You think that you did. And so I feel like this time, the first few days were difficult because, um, you know, usually, usually we get the temptation to go to whatever source of relief that we used to use before, whether it's social media, whether it's meeting with people, seeing people, talking to people. So it's like at that, the first few days, it's like, do you do that? Do you, you know, rely on the same old techniques or do you actually say, I have to deal with this. I'm going to isolate myself and deal with this, not in an unhealthy way, but in a very honest, authentic look in the mirror kind of way and say, what can I do to better my situation? What can I do to heal? The first few days were difficult, but now it feels like there was this purge of all the stuff that was getting to me. I'm actually dealing with it. And it feels like I'm, you know, tilting to the other side. How are Um you? Yeah, <laughs> God, girl, you always give so much um, amazing stuff that I'm trying to hold it all in my head at the same time. Okay, so what made you, though, go to, I need to address this, because I think the words that you use were, you know, do I just go to my usual way of coping, or do I actually address it? And um, most people go to their usual way of coping, which mm-hmm. can be unhealthy. What made you see this as an opportunity? You even used that word, which I thought was beautiful. What mm-hmm. makes you see this as an opportunity instead of going back to the old habits in the way that you used to deal with it? Mm-hmm. 
you know, it, it all depends on what your purpose in life is. If your purpose in life is just to get by and look at other people's definitions of happiness and success and say, you know, I'm there. Or is it to genuinely live an authentic life where you feel like you are being truthful and honest to yourself and to those around you? My purpose is to live an authentic life. My purpose is to get to a point in my life where when I look back, I say, you know, I thank my younger self for making the decisions that I made. Mm. So instead of just getting by and putting on that face that everybody now thinks, you know, if you look like you're happy on social media, or if you've, you know, I, I heard your introduction of me when you said that I, you know, I published three self, uh, sorry, three best selling books, or I have them right here. Or, you know, I've been name dropped by this or by that, you know, some people look at that and say, wow, she made it, she really made it. And it's easy to give into that and say, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not worried financially I'm not worried about my name I'm not worried it's it's easy to give in to this is what success looks like because that's what it looks like to the outer world mm -hmm. whereas for me the important thing is that I succeed on the inside is that I heal on the inside and yes I've healed so much from everything that I've gone through but at the same time as long as I'm breathing and interacting with people, there's people entering my life and leaving my life. There's feelings entering my life and leaving my life. And I need to address those and deal with those, whether the outer world sees it or not. So you either take it as an opportunity to say, even though the world doesn't see that I'm struggling or the world doesn't see that I have the right to struggle because of everything mm -hmm. that I accomplished, I know that I have things going on that I need to deal with. So, so, you know, I take that opportunity for myself. I'm not ashamed of saying that I have things to work on. We all do. And any person out there, like for everybody who's listening and watching right now, if anybody's life looks perfect to you, it's not. You know, we show the parts of our lives that we want to show. And a, a big part of our ego says, don't let them see you struggle. Don't let them mm -hmm. see you suffer in any way. But that's, that's, that's the image of the, what the world has of you. You have to look at your own image of yourself. So that's why I take it as an opportunity. Very, very long answer to your very short No, question. I freaking love that, girl. Guys, if you're just joining us now, we are taking live questions. Drop them in the yeah. bottom, but uh, down below, and we'll be um, asking them. And then also let us know where you're tuning in from. We want to do some shout-outs. Um, all right, so I've got some couple of questions. You ready, girl? Yep. All right, this question is from a, a Utah. If you're quarantined alone, how do you stay in check with your sanity? <laughs> okay, so I'm quarantined alone, okay? So the, the reason that, just so you know that you're not alone, and, and many people are as well, I think what happens with that sanity that you're talking about is that we are used to being interrupted by something that fools us into believing that we're okay. You know, we define because we are social beings, when, you know, you go out with friends, like the first thing you hear or you read when you're going through a hard time, whether you're going through, um, you know, you just lost a job or you just lost a partner or right. you just lost a family member, whatever it is, go out and, and mix with people and talk to people about what you're going through. We're social beings. We're, 
we're accustomed to wanting that. But what happens is if that's what you're relying on mm. to tell yourself, I'm okay, you can do that for the rest of your life and you won't truly genuinely be okay. The reason that you're asking a question like that, how do I keep my sanity, is that you've based a lot of your sanity and your feelings of I'm okay on having people around. Ooh, so now that's good. take that opportunity when you're alone to say, honestly, I said this to a friend yesterday in a voice note. We panic when we're alone. I said, I just want to tell you, you're okay. The reason you're panicking right now is that you're having all of these unresolved thoughts and feelings from the past coming. All of your unmet dreams and hopes and goals that you think you should be working towards are creeping up on you saying, why aren't you doing anything right now? Why aren't you doing anything right now? And even though you know you can't physically leave your place, you can't go and chase after those things. And even though you know that what happened in the past can't be fixed right now. Your body is in that mode of like, go, 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 go. And you're not going to be okay unless you fix that or unless you chase after that. And all you need to know is you're okay just as you are right now. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't need external things, whether they're from the past or from the future, for you right now to be okay, even if you're in your feelings of craziness right now or lack of sanity, you're okay because we're all experiencing that right now. You can't expect, you know, if every single day you were having sugar with your coffee and you stopped all of a sudden, even though you know that's, that might be the right thing for you to do, the healthy thing for you to do, your body's still going to feel off. So this is the same thing. It's just an adjustment. Just write it down. I am okay. And look at it anytime that you question your sanity. And trust me, it helps. God, that's so good. The, the, the sugar analogy is absolutely perfect. That so resonates with me because um, there are certain things that we understand when it comes to the body, but when it comes to the mind, um, we don't necessarily see it the same. Um, so I actually really freaking love that girl. Um, okay, we've got so many questions. This is so exciting. Um, all right, this one is from, and again, guys, if you're just joining us, let us know where you're tuning in from. We want to do some shout outs. I saw a couple of like people from Iran. I saw Canada mm -hmm. down there. So guys, throw them in the comments below. Um, okay, next question. Um, this is from Dr. Karo Nej Nejdek. How okay. do you not panic? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, again, you panic because your body is used to something, your brain is used to certain ways of thinking and coping, and now you're being taken out of that environment. You thought that your home was your sanctuary, but it turns out that it's you going out there and it turns out that you thinking the thoughts that you're thinking are your sanctuary and now that you are all alone the panic comes from your inability to rely on those methods anymore that's it you panic when you're afraid you're afraid of something mm. do you think it's the unknown yeah that's a big part of it like like every time i see that somebody died i'm like I'm genuinely worried for my family. I'm genuinely worried for my parents specifically. I'm worried for my grandparents back home. Like every time I see that, 
I say we have got to step out of this denial that we're in, that there is actually a serious pandemic out there that is taking people's lives. I, I go through these little moments of panic every time I see something like that. But what grounds me and what stops me from panicking is that I say, is there anything I can do to change this right now? The only thing I can do is be the person who stops that virus maybe from infecting more people by keeping myself inside. That's what I can do right now. That's in terms of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. How do you not panic when it comes to life in general, when it comes to the unresolved things that you have going on right now? Like everything was put to a halt, right? Relationships are put to a halt. Fights are put to a halt. Mm -hmm. um, even growing friendships and relationships and work relationships are put to a halt right now. Everything kind of stopped out of nowhere. It's kind of like, you know, um, you're, you were in a race and all of a sudden somebody put a barrier in front of you and said, can't run anymore, stop. And I can't tell you when or how you're going to be able to run again, but you just have to wait. And so, of course, you're going to panic. Your body physically has so much energy. Your brain has so many thoughts that we're so used to just going on and on and on in cycles. And something external to you just said, stop. Mm. Of course, you're going to panic. Just accept that panic is normal right now, but also accept that as long as you are doing what you can do, that's all you need to be doing. There's nothing more. There's no external expectation. Nobody's, nobody's expecting you to put your life in danger and go out there. So that's, mm. that's a general answer because that was a very general question. No, I love that. Um, and I, I like what you were saying about how many things have stopped. And what's interesting is it's all about a frame of mind because we can say all this has stopped. But what can I start now? right? What can I mm -hmm. do now that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do if this mm -hmm. hadn't happened? And so for me, that eliminates a bit of the panic as well. And then also I had an interview with Amy Moran and she um, is a therapist. And she, the one thing I love that she said is, um, why don't you come up with a plan? Like if this happens, then this, right? So if this, mm -hmm. then that. And I think that that really does eliminate any of the panic in like the scarce, the scary part, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know what I'm going to do if it's like okay we'll come up with a plan if this happens then what um and then the control factor I'm so with you on it's like there is nothing guys right now that we can do out there apart from like you said be responsible keep yourself safe which I think is super important um mm -hmm. and then go inwards and say so like what you were saying about your, your family, I think so many people are worried, especially people our age, because our family is in that um, category of danger. And so I, I can sit here and worry, I can sit here and panic, or I can Skype my family, right? Which is mm -hmm. what I did yesterday. It was Mother's Day in England. So it's like we Skyped. And um, I actually made a suggestion to one of my friends the other day, because she's like, look, I'm really worried, like something's going to happen to my parents or to my mom. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, why don't you do something enjoyable, like have tea with her? right like actually say all right mom you have tea at this time i'm gonna bring tea and we're gonna sit in and we're gonna have tea together or why don't you write something together or read a book together right or watch a movie press play at the same time like all these connections that we may not actually have had 
even thought about doing with our parents because we mm -hmm. kind of just live our daily lives. Now it's actually an opportunity where we can connect with our parents more. Um, I, I've made the suggestion for someone to do a legacy video, right? Like even right now, record this, do a Skype call, do a Zoom call and ask your parents all the amazing things you've always wished that you could ask them. Like do things actively that you wouldn't normally do and make this the best thing that could possibly yes. happen instead of mm -hmm. the worst thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, uh, I had a few moments specifically with my mom recently where, you know, I, I just spoke to her about things that have been going on on the inside that over the last while I just haven't wanted to burden her. But, but I sensed since now so many, you know, it's so interesting how what we used to think was a priority in our lives just crumbles. You know how Rumi says, be like a tree and let the dead leaves drop. Mm. That's one of my favorite sayings of all time. And I feel like now we've gotten to a point where as you're in this survival mode, if you're imagining yourself as a tree, you're not going to keep on you what doesn't serve you in any way or serve your growth at all. So now that all of these external things have literally felt like they 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 were dead leaves that dropped that I was holding on to for dear life for so long now the priorities have have become more clear and I I was able to see that me hiding certain things for example from my mom out of what my brain tricked me to say you don't want to burden her was more out of the fear of actually facing the truth of of you know getting that advice from somebody who genuinely cares about me so i had a very open conversation with my mom and said you know there's something that i've been needing to talk to you about and i haven't spoken to you about it and and here it is and we had such a beautiful moment of connection and mm. like the the response i expected for example about with talking to her was more um not not of disappointment but more of like yeah she would be burdened and that's not what i got i got so much love and i got so much you know at one point she said to me look at how how strong you've become she said if this happened to you three or four years ago you would be struggling so much right now she's like you actually handled this so well be proud of how strong you are and i was like oh my god like i can't remember the last time I had such a beautiful moment with my mom. And I feel like even though we shouldn't ask for such a terrible thing to happen to the world to wake us up to the fact that these are the people that matter. These are the priorities in our lives that matter. Make the best of it and say, I'm going to use this time with everything that it's bringing up for me to actually focus on what matters and to let those dead leaves go away. People walked away, let them. People let you down, let them go. People hurt you, let that pain go. It doesn't deserve so much of your time and energy because right now the most important thing is that you are alive and you are healthy <laughs> and you are here. So let this be a wake up call. And I love the, the make a plan. If this happens, then I will do this. That's what we do with triggers, right? For mm -hmm. any person who's experienced any kind of trauma, I have plans in place. My plan for, you know, hearing a, a tune that I used to listen to 
when when someone used to make me feel like I was nothing, my plan when I hear that is to just ground myself immediately and say, Najwa, you're not there right now. That happened. It's in the past. And that helps so much. But right now, I think if you say you could sit and make a list of a billion things that could happen in the future and spend all of your time saying, if this happens, this is what I will do. If that happens, this is what I will do. My fear with the emphasis on that is that you're taking away yourself from now. From the can you explain moment. that more? Yeah, can you of explain course. that a little more? Yeah, so, so it's okay for you to have plans for what you will do if your business falls and crumbles. Because right now, for example, I, I just heard this morning that Amazon isn't shipping books anymore. You know, that probably affects me somehow. Mm. Um, you know, all these companies are shutting down. People aren't buying things anymore. So businesses, especially self-owned businesses, are going to suffer that way. Mm -hmm. And so people are panicking, saying, what am I going to do if my business goes down? What am I going to do if this, if that? You literally have no answer. This could be over in a week, and it could be over in a year. So if you're going to spend your time worrying about the worst possible scenario that could happen you are taking away from your ability to live right now and cherish the moment that you have right now mm. with yourself and with those around you it's good to have a balance of both maybe take an hour or two per day to plan for what you will do for your business mm. but for the rest of that time please just live in the moment I'm going to tell you something very personal. This morning when I woke up, you know, and I consider myself somebody who's able to deal with things. I can deal with very difficult things. I've, 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 I've overcome terrible moments of, of, I'm not even going to go there, but I consider myself somebody who can heal from things, you know, but I woke up this morning feeling so weighed down by this feeling of darkness. And, and let me tell you, mm. I woke up with that feeling. It's not like I woke up and two seconds later it came. I woke mm. up feeling it, you know? And so... And it was very early. It was like... 6 a.m., still dark outside, and I told myself, I, I can't deal with this right now. Let me put something on my phone. Let me watch a video. Let me watch mm. this, watch that. And then I said, no, sit with the silence. Let's see what your brain is going to tell you, why it's afraid, why it's dark. Listen to it, and what is it going to tell you? And I listened to it for like five minutes where it was taking me in the cycle of, you know, what this is going to happen and this is going to happen and you haven't dealt with this and you haven't dealt with that. And what if you need to apologize here? But no, you deserve for you, you deserve an apology here. And it was just like this mesh of all these things that were everywhere except for now. They were in the past and they were in the future. <laughs> and I had to say... It's hard. It's hard to it's hard to talk about things like this because you know, because it's easy to turn your phone on and watch something and get lost in it. 
right? So I listened to that and I was like, okay, those things are scary. They're terrifying if this happens or if that happens or if I really did make a mistake or if I miss an opportunity to, you know, fix something with someone or whatever it is, that is scary. But why is it scary? Like, what is the real reason that it's scary? It's because of a fear that I have on the inside, right? It's fear of, for most of us, it's the fear of abandonment. It's the fear of not being worthy of love. And so when I got to that, I, I said, but you know that you're worthy of love. You, right now, as you are. So as scary as those thoughts might be in the past and the present that steal you from who you are right now and your worth right now, as scary as they are, once you listen to them, you understand that they are just fears stemming from within. And you can silence them by saying, you know, you can scare me, you can try to scare me, but you're not going to convince me of that inner deep-rooted fear that I have because I am here right now and that's a fact. And the only moment that I can control is right now. And, and do you, yeah. and do you repeat yourself? Do you repeat that to yourself over and over? Because there's, this is where like, I just, I freaking love talking about the subject is like when you feel something so intensely, but your brain knows you're, you're, it's tricking you, right? So you've got these two things where it's like, you feel a certain way, you tell yourself, hey, um, you know, all you have is right now. How do you make sure that the mind wins, right? That the mind is like, no, no, be present because your emotions can so much take over that even if you know better, it can still override the mind. So how do you avoid it from overriding what you intuitively know? So the repetition is part of the, the, the meditation, right? A lot of people say, you know, I don't know how to meditate because the moment I sit down, and I used to say this, the moment I sit down, I just get all these thoughts and I can't stop them and I go down that, you know, cycle of negativity and whatever. The point isn't to not have those thoughts. The point is to say, I see those thoughts, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to follow them. You know, I see what my brain is telling me, but I'm not going to follow it. That's what meditation is, is you observe what's going on on the inside and you allow it there. You don't resist it. You've heard this before, but what you resist persists. Mm -hmm can't resist you can't get rid of something by resisting it it's going to stay there you don't push up against it but you keep repeating to yourself you know one thing this is going to sound a little you know um <laughs> a little crazy and some people might think i'm full of myself for doing this but i don't really care but you know these these words stemmed from my pain but i repeat to myself over and over and over these mountains that you are carrying, you're only supposed to climb. I repeat that to myself, mm. you know? I wrote that in the Nectar of Pain. Mm. And it's right at the beginning because it really reminds me that anything that's weighing me down is not meant to weigh me down. We mm. all have pains come our way. These mountains of, of shame, of rejection, of fear, of I'm not going to make it, I'm not good enough, all of these things, that the, these thoughts that cross your mind aren't meant to weigh you down. They're meant to elevate you. Mm. And it's your choice. What are you going to do? Are you going to 
carry them around with you wherever you go and just keep piling up more and more. It's, 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 it's a choice that you make. You either say, this defines me and it's going to come with me everywhere I go. Or you know what? I know that these pains and these weights exist in my life. I know that they're there. I'm not going to ignore them. But what do I choose to do with them? Do I choose to chip at them bit by bit until I overcome them? Until I look back at how far I've come and say, wow, look at how far I've come? Or do I continue to take them with me everywhere? So it's the same thing with your thoughts. Am I going to chip at them bit by bit and deal with them? Or am I going to carry them with me everywhere I go? And then the next negative thought that comes to me will just be like, uh, I already have 20 negative thoughts. What's one more going to do? You know. So the repetition really does help because it's that constant reminder of don't ignore the problem on one side. But also don't carry it with you wherever you go. Mm. Like it's not your responsibility to do that listen to it, hear what it has to tell you, and then speak back to it and say, okay, I hear you. It's kind of like an angry person coming and talking to you and bullying you. Mm. You know, once Lisa, you shared this, you said this was the first negative comment I got. And it was like terrible. I think somebody said was was talking about your body. And it was, it was really like, negative. In a case like that, that's like a negative thought that comes to you too. You're either going to, you know, when you first read it, I'm pretty sure you were infuriated, right? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. You were upset. Same thing with a negative thought visiting you. You're very upset. And the first thing you want to do is talk back to it and say, how dare you do this? And how dare you come to mm -hmm. me like this? And why do I have to carry you everywhere I go? And it's like that resentment that comes up. And then that's your, and then you take some time after that first reaction to say, okay, what just happened? And you have to deal with it instead of saying, I'm going to allow it to make me believe it and to make me believe that that's my reality. You, you reject that. And then you say, okay, now what am I going to do next? Mm -hmm. How do I respond? And do I respond? And do I remember this comment or this thought every single day? Or do I just deal with it once and for all, and maybe visit it once a year and say, look at what that taught me, you know? Yeah. What up, guys? Now I'm going to share something with you. I can sometimes have a tendency to overthink, question myself, and sometimes, or maybe very often, doubt the decisions I've made. And so my mind just starts spiraling round and around. Does that sound familiar? Well, let's face it, when it comes to hiring people on your team, the pressure to make the right choice, the right hire, and the right person is even bigger. The stakes are so freaking high, so you need to actually make sure that you have the right tools to help you find the right people so that your team can actually have clarity and work with utter confidence. And that's why, honestly, you've got to go check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion, let me repeat that, a billion with a B, professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals that you can't find anywhere else. And their simple tools make it so easy for you to filter candidates that actually have the skills and experience you are looking for, which saves you time. It's the one thing you're never going to get back is time. So hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. It's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 20 
24 hours. It's exactly why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So guys, go check them out. LinkedIn jobs can actually help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So go and post your job for absolutely free, guys, at linkedin.com slash Lisa. Once again, guys, that's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply. Now, we've all had that one friend who chimes in with the old adage, if it's right, it should be easy advice when we're having relationship problems. But from my experience, homie, that's not at all true. Whether it's romantic, friendships or professional or relationships, all relationships re- require that you put the time and effort into growing and developing the re- that relationship. And the best, most rewarding relationships happen when both people are willing to put in the freaking hard work to make that happen. I mean, that's certainly been mine and my husband of 21 years motto. So my homie, when you do actually face challenges in your relationship, therapy can be a great place to feel heard and work through it. And there's no easier or more convenient place to get started with therapy than with BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp is 100% online and flexible to fit wherever and however crazy your schedule is. Because that's the important part, that you can absolutely have BetterHelp navigate your current life with the bandwidth that you have. And all you have to do is answer a few questions to get matched with a therapist that actually can best help you and be catered to you. So guys, become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. So go visit betterhelp.com slash women today to get 10% off your first month. That's help, H-E-L-P dot com slash women. When you're out there trying to build and grow your business, but you have so much going on in other areas of your life, be it with your family or your romantic partner or your homies, whatever else you've got going on, you need to be using the best tools available to save time and actually see growth in your company this year, right? And that's why, guys, I really recommend that you go and check out Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell every stage of your business. Whether you're just starting out, selling badass necklaces online, or scaling your high-end beauty products to physical stores, Shopify's got you covered, my homie. And their award-winning customer support is ready to help you at every step of your journey. Because let's face it, when you get stuck, you need help. Now, what I love about Shopify is that you can make the most of your time and sell more with less effort. Who doesn't love that? Now you actually have time for self-care, which let's face it, is super freaking important. Now, with this built-in AI and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to take your business to the next level. It's actually no surprise, guys, that Shopify powers 10% of all, all e-commerce in the US. That's insane. So sign up for only $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash Lisa. Now grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Lisa. God, girl, you are so freaking incredible. This is just one of many things of why I love you Aww. is because I, I so freaking love your perspective because there are so many people that, that take one side or another, right? It's like, no, no, feel your emotions. Let it, let it be. And it's not your fault. And, but then there's the other one where it's like, don't address your emotions. You're tough. You can get through it. And I you hate have like, that approach. <laughs> and you have, but you have like this beautiful, like, the combination of both where you don't play the victim, right? You don't say like, this happened to me. And so 
it is what it is. You mm -hmm. say, okay, this happened, that happened. I need to assess it. I have to process it. And then I have to make a decision that is a choice for me to get through this. And like, that is so damn powerful when people Thank can you. hear that because you're not, but like growing up, I definitely was like, don't address your emotions. Be tough. Like, come on, Lisa, suck it up, blah, blah, blah. And then as like over the last few years, I've heard a lot about like, no, love yourself, be nice to yourself. And that didn't even really resonate with me either. But like what your message and the way that you discuss things and the way you process things of like accepting it, like bringing it in, don't like push it out, bring it in, look at it, but then make, um, be aware that you have the choice to then move on and get over it. Like, I freaking love that. I hope everyone, like, I was hanging on every single word that you were just saying because it's so damn powerful. Um, okay, I could keep gushing for ages, but I know oh, people I have... Just... <laughs> There are so many freaking questions, girl. Um, and so I just want to make sure that we keep getting to them. Guys, we are doing some shout outs as well. Thank you so much for joining us if you're just joining us now. Um, and all right, we've got a bunch of more questions. And, all right, so we've got some shout outs. Wow. So we've got Kenya, Toronto, um, Scotland, South Africa, Iran, Canada, Cali, Dominican Republic, Thailand, Lebanon, and on and on. So thank you guys um, for tuning in. The one thing actually that, super interest me when I do the shout outs is to see about, you know, everyone coming from all these different countries. And when I think about what's happening with the world right now, um, and I always try and see things from a positive perspective because mm -hmm. I don't think that seeing it through such a negative lens actually helps. So I look at it and go, how can this be one of the most beautiful things that's actually happening to the world? Um, and I think about how this is almost bring it doesn't matter what politics you believe in it doesn't actually matter what religion you have like none of that matters we are all in it together yes and i i freaking love that part of it where it's like no 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 it doesn't matter your religion doesn't matter what you believe in we're all feeling the same. We're all struggling. We're all having the same issues. And so being able to bond over that, I mean, literally when I hear about all the people that are tuning in from over the world, it's so freaking beautiful. Like, let's keep focusing on that and how we can really help each other. So just total side tangent there. Um, oh, and I saw someone from Hungary as well. Um, all right. So I've got more, some more questions for you, gal. Um, all right. So this is from... Uh, Catherine Nexo. Sorry, I'm terrible. At, I butcher names all the time. Um, I'm really struggling with motivation to finish my degree with all the stress surrounding the pandemic. What can mm -hmm. I do for motivation? Well, if uh, I'm guessing that the classes are still online, right? Um, yeah, let's, let's yeah. assume, but let's assume that it's like the emotional, not finding the motivation to get up and take the classes. Yeah. Um, let's say someone was on fire for what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like the world is just being too much for them. Mm -hmm. So I, I would, I would tackle this the same way that I would tackle it on any day when you don't have motivation as somebody who comes from an educational background. I think many people don't know this about me, but I was a teacher for about seven years before I left teaching to just focus on writing. I think one of the biggest problems we have with education is that we don't, um, as students, we don't know what, why we're doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We don't know why we're learning what we're learning. So if you take yourself back to ask yourself, why am I doing this program? Why am I learning what I'm learning? What is my end goal? Then you gain perspective again. And I'm guessing during a time like this, you're thinking, 
but what if, you know, the world ends and there's no point in me um, continuing this degree or getting it, or, you know, you have these, like, crazy, foolish ideas or thoughts of, of everything coming to an end when everyone around you is panicking. But just remember that learning isn't about getting that end degree. Learning is about learning. Mm. So if you're really interested in learning what you're learning, don't focus on, you know, I just need to get this degree out of the way because trust me, it won't make you happy when you get it if your main goal is to just get that degree. So focus on learning itself and actually get the joy of learning what you're learning and you won't even care about that end product of the degree. So I would answer this question the same way at any day is focus on the learning. Am I enjoying what I'm learning? Ask questions, get curious. And that's the only way. God, I love that answer. Um, I actually just said, uh, said this over there on my IG story. So if anyone's hearing repeat, I apologize. But um, there's this, I think it's Stephen King. And it's a short story about imagine that the world um, had infinite time. So it's like you never die, infinite time. The world in the story breaks up into two camps. One camp where people are like, oh, I have all the time in the world. Cool. I'm going to Netflix and chill. And they end up doing nothing with their lives because they're always saying, well, I've got more time. Then there's a second camp that goes back to what you were saying of getting in touch with what they love doing and the learning process. And that second camp basically goes, oh, my God, I've got the entire I've got like never ending amount of time. I want to learn the piano. I want to learn this. I want to learn that. And they go into hyper learning mode mm -hmm. because they're in touch with what really fuels them. And so like that really reminded me of it. And I love that because it's like, let's just all get in touch with the learning process. Like what are all those things that people kept saying, right? Like I just don't have time for, I don't have time for. And it's like, this is the time now that you do have the time. And imagine, because I'm with you, like I, this will end at some point, this will end. I don't know what the world will look like, but it will end at some point. Yes. And so when you know that it's going to end, are you going to say, I just spent however long doing nothing. And now I'm the same person I was as before, just maybe with a negative mindset of how the world has gone to shit. Or am I going to be the person that's like, oh my God, it's like plugging into the matrix. I'm so like, I've learned so much more mm -hmm. now. And it's like, this is the time that I never would have got to do it. It's like, it's all about perspective. And so I, I love that going back to guys, get in touch with what's really like the passion of learning in the first place and what you want, why you started it in the first place. Yeah. This might be the time that you realize that that degree wasn't something that you needed yeah. to after. Cause this is your time to ask yourself, what do I really want to be doing with my life? What do I want to be living my life for? I think when you equate mm. your happiness or your success or your, whatever it is that means that you made it with what the world tells you it is, you can easily get lost and, and people will tell you, Oh, you won't know until you're done. Like, trust me, it's hard right now. But once you do this, you're going to feel like you've succeeded. It doesn't work that way. So maybe this time is meant to prove to you that this program that you're in is not something that fuels you. And maybe it's a redirection. Maybe it's a, um, maybe there's one thing about it that led you to it thinking that this is going to make me happy. And that little thing that fuels you, it might take you in a different direction and say, well, maybe this isn't the program. Maybe there's another one, mm. or maybe this is the time when that 
passion that you had for this program needs to be reborn. You need to go back to, to remind yourself of why you went into it in the first place. But yeah, yeah be authentic. I love that assessing why you're doing something because <clears throat> so at least growing up for me, you know, it was, there's, there's a lot of pressure from the family. So it's, you know, well, I'm kind of doing it because my dad wants me to, Oh, I kind of do this because someone was, but in this moment is actually the right time to be assessing that. Yes. I love that girl. That's awesome. Um, all right. So we've got some more questions. This question. Oh, and I actually saw someone down below um, say they were from Cyprus. So shout out to Cyprus. Just because that's where my family is from. That's cute. <laughs> um, um, okay. So this goes, this, this are so many questions. This question is from Krishna16984. I love me, but I don't like me. I know deep down my roots will never let me down as long as I continue to water them. But how do I fall in love with the flowers if I never like the way they look? Ooh, that's a question. Mm. I love myself, but I don't like myself. Wow. It's like the difference between knowing what self-love and self-acceptance is but having a problem with really accepting yourself for who you are or enjoying your own company. See, a lot of people, I think, know what to accept and not accept from others, but don't know what to accept and not accept from themselves. And that's what it seems like she's struggling with is you know, looking at the outer world, I can say, I'm not going to accept this kind of treatment, or I'm going to draw this boundary with this person, I'm going to protect myself. But deep down, I haven't dealt with the with the guards that I have up deep down, I mm -hmm. haven't dealt with the, the wounds that I need to heal. And that's what it sounds like to me. So what I would caution you question asker <laughs> to reflect on is do you really love yourself if you don't like yourself because self-love is not just about protecting yourself from the outer world it's not just about knowing what to say no to when you truly and genuinely love yourself you're able to open yourself up to those around you in a way that shows that whatever they do doesn't affect that inner self-love that you have for yourself. It's not about putting that guard up and saying, no one's hurting me from the outside. That means I love myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You need to be able to, and if you're not liking yourself, you're not going to be able to, to know whether you truly love yourself or not when it comes to the way that you deal with the outer world. So I would say, come back to yourself and ask yourself, why is it that I don't like my own company? Like, why is it that I have to be surrounded by people who I either feel strong around because of what I allow or don't allow them to do why is it only then that i feel like i like myself the version mm. of myself that's around people 
the version of myself that's around me on my own, that's the most important one. So what I would do is spend more time alone. And this is your perfect time to do that. <laughs> and like I, like I said this morning, just listen to what that you that doesn't like you tells you about yourself. Mm -hmm. Is that person telling you, you don't deserve love? Is it telling you, look at everybody around you who's left you? Is it telling you, look at what happened to you in the past? Is it telling you, you don't look like her or you don't look like him and you're not going to be happy unless you do? Is it telling you, look at what that person has that you don't have? And as long as you listen to those questions and you're able to answer them from a place of that self-love that you're talking about, which is knowing what your value is and knowing what your worth is, as long as you're able to do that, then you come to peace with yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you come to peace with yourself, you're able to remember the mountains that I was just talking about. You're able to say, I understand that there are always going to be barriers between myself and myself. But instead of me giving into that image of myself that comes from a place of fear and comes from a place of scarcity and comes from a place of, I can't be okay with myself unless I do this or unless I have that or unless I reach that. Instead of giving into that image of yourself, the image of yourself that you need to be surrendering into is the image of yourself that you are right now. That image of yourself that I said, look at yourself and say, you're okay, just as you are. If you can't be okay with yourself, just as you are, I don't care what kind of growth you need in your life. We all have growth that's needed. We all need to change. You accepting yourself right now doesn't mean that you're saying, I don't need changes in my life. You accepting mm. yourself right now means that you're saying, you deserve to go after those dreams. But if you can't accept yourself right now, you're gonna chase after those dreams from a place of, I can't be happy unless I achieve that. Mm. So you need to be okay with yourself right now. That's what true self-love is. That's what true self-like is. I hope that helps. Oh my God, that was amazing. Um, do you also equate like and respect? Because as you were talking, I actually thought like, and in my head I do, so that's actually why I wanted to ask you, because I really do believe that if you don't respect yourself, then it's how are you going to ask other people to respect you, right? When you get other people that they treat me badly, they, they're not nice to me, they're mm -hmm. cool, whatever. But if you're cruel cool to yourself, then how are you supposed to set boundaries with other people if you can't set boundaries with yourself? Do you equate those two to be similar? Self-respect is, it's, it's one of the most important, like it's, I can't even begin the word respect when I used to walk into any classroom, because I used to be a substitute teacher, mm. I wouldn't, you know, they used to advise us to go in and say, these are the rules of the classroom. Number one, you don't speak over someone else. Number two, whatever, all these rules. And I would just walk in and say, the only rule I have is respect. Mm. If you respect me and I respect you, that's a healthy learning environment. You respect 
your peer, your peer respects you, that's a healthy learning environment. If you raise your voice over me while I'm speaking, you're disrespecting me. That's a mistake. Ask yourself before you do anything, is this coming from a place of respect? If the answer is no, you're breaking the rules. That, so I would always just write respect on the board. Mm. It's the same thing with ourselves. Self-respect does not mean that you're a burden on people. You know, there's this belief that if you expect respect, then that's an expectation and you shouldn't have it. I hate that. That's mm. not true. You have every right to expect people to respect you. And it's not about, oh, if they don't respect me, then I'm going to punish them or whatever. But what kind of a psychopath would you be if somebody disrespected you and it didn't get to you at all? I'm sorry. No. So when you disrespect yourself, this is why so many people get stuck in the past and say, how did I let myself, you know, mm. go? How did I let that person treat me that way? That's because you are beating yourself up over not respecting yourself or over someone else not respecting you. And while that may be healthy to a certain extent, that's not where you need to stay. That was the difference that you were talking about earlier with falling into that victim mentality and saying, that person did that to me. Is it a healthy part of healing? Absolutely, because you need to know who to hold accountable for what happened. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. But to stay in a place where you're constantly saying, that person did that to me, that is not constructive to your healing at all. You need to go through that stage where you're saying, how did I allow that to happen? So you can understand your own ways of thinking and your own ways of, of coping that led you to a point to see what was abuse as love, to see what was a lie as honesty, to see what was poison as medicine. Mm -hmm. You need to go through that and ask yourself, why did I allow that to happen? So when it comes to letting go of that self-respect that we have for ourselves, it's healthy to say, why did I let that go? Why did I make mm -hmm. an exception? So that moving forward, you know to say, this is where I draw the bar. If you cross it or if you pass it, you don't belong in my life. And same thing for myself. This is where I draw the bar for myself. If I know that I'm engaging in behavior or in ways of talking to others that are not demonstrating a level of self-respect, then I'm going to tell myself or that egocentric part of me that just wants to win. No, stop. So yes, Self-respect and self-love are like this. You can't, you cannot separate them. God, I love that. And you're so true. Like as kids, we're told, you know, like you, you get told, right? Like don't jump off like the high thing. You're going to fall and hurt yourself. Don't touch the hot thing because it's going to mm -hmm. burn. But it's not until we actually touch the hot thing and get a burn. You're like, shit, that hurt. Yeah. Um, that we really learn the, the powerful lesson. But we don't beat ourselves up and go, why did I touch that hot thing? We go, okay, now I've learned the lesson. But sometimes when it comes to life, like you were saying, well, we maybe let someone in that we shouldn't have. We beat ourselves up over letting that person in instead of just saying like, okay, I now have learned. I'm not going to let that type yes. of person in my life again. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, freaking love that. It's it's very interesting. I I could talk about this for hours, but I'm guessing we have other questions. I was gonna say, girl, I could keep talking to you yeah. for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> Um, yes, we do have a ton of other questions. Um, I want to make sure that we also get a chance there because you said that Amazon now are not um, have stopped shipping your books. So everyone watching right now, I want to acknowledge, like, how can the community help you? Is that like, can they buy on Audible? Can they do it on Kindle? Like, what's a way that the community right now, you're giving so much to everybody oh, with so, so much amazing Thank advice. You. So like, what are the things that we can do right now actually to help support you? Honestly, I just, I read that another author tweeted it out on Twitter and that's where I got to know it. But, um, you know, yeah, people can, can get the audio books. They can head to my YouTube channel and, and watch some of the videos that I have on there. Um, mm -hmm. they can listen to the podcast. Honestly, that's not something that I, I thought of right now because, you know, I'm, I'm content with where I am. And, and my purpose right now is genuinely to, to help people out there get out of their own minds. And, you know, one of the things I told you the first few days were, were difficult. I'm getting a little emotional right now, but, um, one of the first things that, um, hit me was how ungrateful I felt for everything that I, already have because right now a lot of people out there are struggling with things that I'm not struggling with. Some people are struggling with putting food on their tables and I'm not struggling with that. Some people are struggling with like addictions that I'm not struggling with. Some people are struggling with caring for their families or having an, a parent or a child that's sick and I'm not struggling with that. So my goal right now is to help as many people out there who are not able to get the kinds of helps, help and supports that they need right now to get those. That's my goal. I'm, I'm not even thinking of, oh my God, people aren't I gonna know. be able to buy my books I know, and, and full disclosure, guys, I had no idea, like she just kind of mentioned it on the fly earlier, but, yeah. and I hear what you're saying, girl, like I really do, and look, there's a fine line between look, the world is struggling right now. Yeah. And what can we do right now, right? That's like why we're doing these lives to try and help impact people. But also, I don't want to forget that you are a human being yeah. that Thank has you. a That's career, who has yeah. worked her ass off, who has given every ounce of herself to her audience. And so I think it's super important for us not to forget that, to forget our friends who could also be struggling, maybe not compared to the rest of the world like I completely hear that but I don't think it's it does us a service to ignore other people's problems even if they're not as extreme as starving right so I go my god my my friend Najwa is freaking amazing she's you're come so on here she's she, but seriously right you're spreading so much inspiration like the comments below are just amazing go on how much you're impacting people and I think it's really, really freaking important that just like you're here to support other people, that other people are here to support you. So that was actually why I wanted to ask. Um, I totally hear what you're saying. There are many people out there and we need to keep thinking about how we can help those people. Um, you know, and the obvious for people like myself and you, who this is kind of what we do for a living to be able to jump on and do this type of thing. But um, yeah, I don't want to forget though, that just because we're not starving, it doesn't mean that 
problems aren't real. And that's that's uh, true. Yeah, you're you're right. Like my my I, and I can see honestly. I get so many messages on a daily basis that say your words saved me. And if my words can save people during this right. time, and it's not like, you know, my books are expensive or anything. If you go on Kindle, I think you can get them for probably less than $10 each or the comp the compilation of all the books together. It's not that big chunk. I, I totally understand where you're coming from. So if I could give you that gift of healing during this time, yes, go and, and get it. And hopefully you can spread some of that healing that you're feeling to somebody else as well. Um, but I also want to say that, you know, a big part of the gratification that I get from what I do, like the podcast, for example, I don't make money off the podcast. But for me to feel like that work that I put my heart into is being listened to by others or is being shared by others to say, look, this can help you or to say like this genuinely changed my life for me to expend that kind of energy into something, into a product that I'm putting out there, even though it's for free, like go listen to it. It makes me feel great when you do mm -hmm. listen to it and it helps you somehow. So just go look at all the content that, that there is out there that has my name on it. And if you can afford to buy something, buy it. And if you can't, there's a billion other things that are out there that you can listen yeah. to and watch and read. Yeah. Thank you. You're very thoughtful. Of course, Gal. Jesus. The amount of impact you are creating and you, again, you know how much I freaking adore you, yes. that it's important to keep supporting that because, you know, we will get through this, guys. Like, I, I really do freaking believe that we will get through this no matter how much people are panicking right now. It's like there will be an out. Again, I don't know what that out would look like, but there will be an out. And so how do we, as a community, society, support each other from helping people that um, are losing their jobs to just emotionally supporting people that right now feel like they're lost? right people right now that are watching and getting your advice like it really is a game changer so um i i know that i was only going to keep you for an hour and i want to be a woman of my word um girl thank you so much any thank last you. parting words to your audience right now on what they can do feeling alone um what's like the one thing that you can give them advice on to like not stay there um i think what most people are struggling with right now is now that they're alone, um, the weight of all of the pains that they've gone through are kind of bubbling to the surface. And what I want to say is, if, if this was your last day in this life, which is how you should be living every day of your life, mm -hmm. what good is it going to do for yourself or for that rest of the day that you're living, that you allow your time and your energy and your mind to be taken and sucked into someone hurting you, someone causing you pain, someone lying to you, someone taking something very dear away from you. What good does it do for yourself to, instead of focus on the you that you are now to be sucked into all of that. It doesn't do you any good at all. So I just want to remind you, first of all, if you are struggling with that, there's nothing wrong with you because most people right now are struggling with that. But the second thing I want to say is you have the choice 
to not fall into that. You have the choice to say, you know what? Once this is all over, I will deal with it if I can. But with the time that I have right now, I'm not going to allow the darkness on top of this darkness that we are experiencing to take over. I am going to read that book that I've been wanting to read. I'm going to start doing that 10 minute workout that I've been wanting to start doing. I'm going to sit outside for 10 minutes and breathe. I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to clean my kitchen. Use this time instead of sitting and sulking in the pain and in the wounds to just move and do something. That's what I, that's what I want to say. I freaking love that girl. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me. Um, I, I, I feel very connected to you and I'm like going back to how is this, like, can we see this in a positive light? It really is that I wouldn't otherwise be doing this FaceTime with you. Um, you know, we text each other, but we, we're all both so busy. But like having this connection, having this time, like guys, you need to go do that more. Do it with your friends, do it with your family members. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for coming thank on you. and spreading such amazing wisdom and empowerment to everybody right now who's struggling. I freaking adore you, girl. Um, and too. so please, please do take care of yourself over you there in Canada. All right, guys. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Big, big shout out to Najwa for being on here. All right. Peace out, guys. Later, hon. Working to be confident and freaking badass can be very difficult. Now, I get it, guys. I get it. Kicking ass and taking names takes energy. But when it comes to micronutrients, you're like, wait, how much vitamin B do I need? It can be a daily freaking struggle to figure out and meet that perfect nutrition balance that you need to feel strong, focused, and energized, which of course are all the things you need to become a freaking confident badass. So it's time to arm your body with every nutrient it absolutely deserves with AG1. Now, if you're a long-time listener, you might know that I've actually been supporting AG1 for many years now. And that's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. So if you want to take ownership of your life, That actually means you have to take ownership over your health. And it all starts, guys, with AG1. So guys, go and try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go now to drinkag1.com slash Lisa. That's drinkag1.com slash Lisa. Go check it out. What up, my homie? First, I just want to actually thank you. Like from the bottom of my heart, sincerely, absolutely thank you for your support, your support for me, your support for the show, Women of Impact. Like you have no actual idea how much this really means to me when I had that original vision of what I wanted to do and no one was listening. So thank you. Thank you for being here and actually supporting other women along this journey. And I'm going to be honest, if you actually want to level up your confidence game, my homie, then check out Women of Impact's subscription channel. It's specifically designed to help you in every aspect that you're looking for. Now, here's what you get. You get new episodes delivered ad-free. You get exclusive access to listen to Women of Impact roundtable discussions, weekly motivation, previously unreleased episodes, and 
that's just the beginning. Subscriber only access to an additional four podcasts with hundreds of archived Women of Impact episodes meticulously, meticulously curated into theme playlists and updated weekly so that you get the dose that you need. So if you're looking to boost your confidence, then go and check out the Get Confidence playlist. If you want to repair, heal or start a relationship, then go check out Love Lab. And if you're wondering how you get your health back on track so that you can keep showing up to have the confidence that you're looking for, then go check out Health Hub. And of course, this wouldn't be complete without my weekly boost of mini motivations from moi. That's right, it'll have you strutting down the street with your head held high, feeling like a freaking badass. And guess what the playlist is called? The badass boost, of course. So guys, don't settle for mediocrity when you can absolutely be extraordinary. So guys, subscribe to Women of Impact channel today on Apple Podcasts or Supercast. But no matter where you're listening, guys, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or any other platform, make sure you're following so you don't miss out on other episodes. And don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on this episode, our incredible sponsors and upcoming events.